0: proud of yourself what you done fucked up my podcast mr david
1: i did i did i did what first of all it's our podcast and second of all i did no such thing no
0: this is tish's podcast and you had to go around saying you had that fake virus and we didn't get to record for what four or five weeks or something
1: tish i didn't have a fake virus i had covid and then i had the after effects of covid and i was sick for over a month oh with your three tracking devices with my three vaccines yes
0: Oh, i guess they worked real good huh real good you sick that whole time yes do you know that I, tish has got fans okay i got fans coast to coast north to south and east to west and north again okay they've been they're going crazy on the twitters okay i got people sliding into my DMs saying well, tish where you at where you at? I got people getting messaging me on the Facebook messaging Messenger and I got I even had, I had somebody call my damn landline. You know the last time that phone rang, probably 1987. I don't know why I still have it. It scared the shit out of a little booger. <laughs> The fans want Tish back, so I'm going to have, listen, I don't want any more of this shit where you say you have some fake disease. You know my daddy, Jimmy Joe? Jimmy Joe? You know my daddy, Jimmy Joe?
1: Yes, I've heard of your dad, Jimmy Joe. He
0: don't like your ass very much. He says you're arrogant what he says you're arrogant and you're lazy what and you just sitting around you were just sitting around wanting to get some more of that simulation money from the government and thinking uncle joe and camel's gonna send you some more monies because you say you got a fake virus
1: well, okay first of all there's no more stimulus payments and second of all i never received any to begin with and third of all It's not a fake virus, Tish. Stop saying that.
0: Stop talking ugly to me. You're my friend. I thought we were friends. Best friends.
1: No, Tish. We are not best friends. I agreed to help you with this podcast, and that's why I'm here.
0: Well, you're my best friend, Mr. David. Do you have a best friend?
1: Well, yeah, I guess I do.
0: Who's your best friend? Uh, Don't you say Rusty.
1: No, I don't hang out with Rusty, Tish, or Rocco, or that other fella. I'd say my best friend is probably Kristen. Who's that? Kristen, my co-host from my other podcast.
0: You mean that sea donkey? No. uh, You, listen, you don't have great taste in some things. And let me tell you something. Do you know that Tish keeps a running list of her top three sea donkeys at all times?
1: Well, I don't even know what that means.
0: Well, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, okay? A sea donkey is just horrendous, okay? And I got a top three. You want to know who they are? Okay. Number one sea donkey? Mm. That girl, Kristen. Okay. Number two sea donkey. All right. This one. Everybody knows this one. Camilla. You know Camilla? Camilla that was married, that married Prince Charles? Camilla.
1: Yes. Yes, I know who you're she talking about. She
0: might be about. the number one sea donkey. She bad. And the number three top C donkey on my list is your ex-wife. I saw a picture of her.
1: Oh, God, Tish. Well, so those,
0: that's the top three sea donkeys right there.
1: I got to tell you, two out of three ain't bad. Your two out of three is not bad, but Kristen is actually quite attractive.
0: Well, I don't think so. I think you got that wrong. You need to look up Sea Donkey and you'll probably see a picture of her face.
1: Tish, are you a little bit jealous? No. No. I think Tish is jealous. I think Tish is jealous.
0: Wow. You got a little crush on me, Tish? I told you. I thought we had something special.
1: No. The only thing special we have together is good ratings. Well,
0: that's a good start, don't you think? Okay. You want me to tell you about this episode?
1: Do I have a choice? Nope. Okay. Okay.
0: This one's called Different Strokes, okay? Remember that show, Different Strokes?
1: I used to watch it all the time. Me
0: too. It was so cute. I love that show. That was just some good family entertainment. But here's the thing. Today's all about people that maybe just do stuff different than you do it or that I do it. It's just different strokes for different folks. You know what I mean? Some people just like to march to the beat of their own trumpet. You know what I mean? And so this is all about that.
1: Okay. I think you got that phrase wrong but fair enough
0: i think i think you knew what i meant right hang Mm. on one second okay oh god what tish sorry excuse me i had to listen this is my signature cocktail of the day okay it's a shot okay so I had to take it so I can describe it to you. Anyone hear about it? Yeah, of course you do. It's mm-hmm. called a Gary Coleman. You know who Gary Coleman is?
1: Yes, he played Arnold Jackson. I think that was his last name on Different Strokes.
0: Yes, that cute little feller. Okay, this is called a Gary Coleman, and here's what's in it. Okay, the most important thing is that it's in a shot glass. Okay, you know why? Because mm-hmm. Gary Coleman's little and <laughs> it's little, and it's Coca-Cola Classic and some Jager, and you just. Whew, it's kind of bubbly. You just shoot it real fast down your gullet. It's a Gary
1: Coleman. Tish, that's borderline racist.
0: What do you mean it's not what racist? There ain't nothing racist about it. I mean, it's in a shot glass because he's kind of little, but that's... Mm. You think I'm being racist?
1: Well, I just think you ought to be careful.
0: Okay, then Okay, then. fine. We'll make it permafrost and Sprite. Would that help? Does that make you feel better?
1: I, no, not really. Who's going to drink that, Tish?
0: Tish? Cody will probably have one. Fine. You want it to be... Cody, you want one? No. no, no, no. Is it going to be no. not racist enough for you, or should I make it like milk and moonshine or something? Am I on the right track now? No. Mr. David? No.
1: Actually, how about no more signature drinks? Huh?
0: How about I find a new Mr. David? Hey, you know what the coolest thing about this drink is? Nothing. Uh, everything. But when you finish, I didn't do it because I didn't want to spoil the surprise. Okay? So let me reenact my shot taken. Okay? And then you slam it down and you go what you talking about willies you see what i mean because that's uh, what they would say on that show what you talking about Willis? oh god let me tell you about some people with different strokes when we were talking about people do stuff weird
1: i thought we i thought actually we'd go ahead and wrap up the episode right now
0: we just started okay, oh, okay. so i'm gonna first i'm gonna tell you about i'm gonna tell you about my memaw, okay She's crazier than a loon. She likes to sit around all day long and watch Fox News on the television and play Skip Boat. And if you try and change that channel, boy, howdy, I tell you what, she will whip your ass, okay? Mm. and That's why she knows so much stuff, because she just watches Fox News all day, every day, okay? Do you know,
1: Tish, this doesn't surprise me in the least.
0: Does it not? I know. Mm. I know. She's a special lady. So, I'll tell you a few other things she does that's just kind of weird. She's real sentimental about stuff, okay? Like, real sentimental about stuff. And one time, I was helping her do some laundry, and I found a damn chicken bone in her sock drawer. And I said, Mm. "Mama, why you got this old crusty old dried up chicken bone in your sock drawer? Well, she had made the best chicken dinner for the boys and it was such a good dinner. It was her best chicken she ever made. She got a good scald on that chicken and she just got kind of sentimental about it and decided to keep that chicken bone in her sock drawer.
1: She kept a bone from a meal in her dresser in her bedroom.
0: Yes. And you know, it's just to remember the special time.
1: Did you talk to her physician
0: or her psychologist about this she don't go to nothing of that stuff that's crazy here's another thing she did she, and she's really economical about stuff she reuses stuff a lot she loves her a uh, taco bueno she likes the chili cheese wrap, and she likes the taco bueno burrito, a good old classic bean burrito. And when she has one, it's real good. She takes that wrapper, and she'll iron it, okay, and she keeps it in her gift wrapping closet. And so if you get a gift from me, Meemaw, there's a good chance the tissue paper is going to actually be a bean burrito or a chili cheese wrap wrapper.
1: Is this a joke?
0: Do I look like I'm joking right now?
1: No, unfortunately, you don't.
0: Okay. Now, let me tell you something else. When talking about being economical, she keeps her Slurpee cups, too. She's got them piled high in one of those cabinets, and they're kind of spilling out on the counter. She got so many of them just because you you never know when you're going to need a Slurpee cup, okay? She also, well, she gets, another time she gets a little sentimental is she gets real sentimental about her. Her fragrance products in her toiletries, okay? And so she gets done with something of a toiletry and gets down to where there's about a half inch or an inch of the product in the bottom. She'll go ahead and keep it in the closet just to remember all the good products that she had, just in case you ever want to take those and use them somehow in some way.
1: Tish, let me save you a breath here. Your grandmother is a hoarder, okay? She's a hoarder.
0: Are you calling my Meemaw a whore? My lovely Christian delight of a woman? You're calling her a whore?
1: No, she's a...
0: I will, I tell you what, I will smack your ass back to West Virginia.
1: I'm not from West Virginia, Tish. We've talked about this. And your grandmother is a damn hoarder. She needs to go, she needs psychological treatment.
0: Well, let me tell you something. You won't need any psychological treatment if you go to her house because there's entertainment for days. You know, she's got every single People magazine that came out. Since the 1970s.
1: Right. That's a fire hazard. Okay.
0: Well, it's not always a fire hazard. I got to tell you something you don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen up. I don't talk about this very much because I worry about people breaking in or something and stealing this, but you know, my ex-husband, Rusty.
1: I thought that divorce wasn't final.
0: Well, it is $500 between being final. So I mean, listen, and probably now I'm reconsidering if I should even do that because of this very thing I'm about to tell you. Okay. Buddy. All right. So Rusty has something. He got it from his daddy, and it is so valuable. I'm not sure we shouldn't have it in one of them lock boxes up at the bank, okay? I'm not sure that I've ever had anything so valuable in my house.
1: This ought to be good. It's a collection. Oh, is it like baseball cards? Is it Star Wars figurines?
0: Oh, it's a lot better than that.
1: Oh, I I bet it's Cabbage Patch Kids, isn't it?
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's what it is, okay? His daddy gave him. The entirety of the catalog of Playboy magazines from the 1970s, he's got every damn one of them. And you know what? They're in a Tupperware container in the top of Tish's closet as we speak. You won't see them?
1: I absolutely do not want to see them, Tish.
0: I'm telling you, they're worth millions. No, and they no. are some, I mean, they're kind of crinkly and some of them are a little still a little sticky you know what i mean but anyway it doesn't matter they're worth millions and i've looked at them i gotta tell you it's kind of funny you open one of them up any single one of them you open it up it looks like a damn Maine coon convention in there you know what i'm saying
1: unfortunately i'm afraid that i do
0: something i do it's probably kind of different but I, I, oh, I get nothing but great feedback on this
1: i can't even begin to guess what this is going to okay be.
0: You know when your kids are in school and you, it's kind of expected that you're supposed to give their teachers a little something, right? And if they're real turds, you got to get them something real nice, okay? Mm-hmm. So I always have to get them something pretty nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So here's what I do. I take my empty Fireball bottles, okay, and I make them into candles. So it's like a bottle of Fireball, but it's really a candle. And I can put something in there to make it smell good. Last time I was trying to make it smell like Red Hot Cheetos, and it ended up just kind of smelling like burnt hair. But uh-huh. I think it's the thought that counts. And I think they're just cute as hell. Those teachers love them.
1: And you give these as teacher gifts.
0: You're damn right.
1: I thought both your kids had failed out of school or were expelled, one of the two.
0: They're back, okay? There's ways around that now. And okay. you mind your business on that, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, more different Stokes, but this is more about somebody that I'm real close to. My classy friend, Candy, she taught me a trick. And this is different, but it's probably going to be good for you and our listeners to know this, okay? All right. So, one time... Candy and I is going down to Galveston, okay, for a little girl's trip. We're sitting on the beach, and we're just chugging them Bartles and Jameses all day, okay, just one after the other. And let me tell you something about Galveston. You don't want to go get in that water when you got to take a tinkle, because it's just filled with that Exxon Mobil gas oil stuff, okay, because there's all those spills out there. So you don't want to go get in the water when you got a tinkle. And I was thinking, we well, are going to have to leave after I had about six or seven Bartles and Jameses and hadn't gone to the bathroom. Here's what Candy told me, all right? You're in one of them beach chairs, all right, and you got a tinkle. You just scoot your bottom up real close to the edge, okay? And then you lean forward, kind of like you got a rip one. But instead, what you do is you take your swimsuit, you pull it aside, and you just go, okay?
1: You do what? You
0: pull that swimsuit aside, and the tinkle starts a flowing. And then you just kind of cover it up like a cat, and you can just crack open another Bartles and James, no problem.
1: Tish, See? tell me you don't do this.
0: Why would I not? You think you're going to limit your beach day to when you have to take a tinkle?
1: What you talking about, Willis?
0: Here we go, Mr. David. That's right. Well, let me tell you something else about my friend Candy, who's so classy. You know what else she does? If we're drinking Zimas or Bartles and James or something, and she's chugging one down and she's got a belch, she's a real lady, and she's considerate. So she just doesn't just let it come tumbling out of her mouth. She does it kind of in in her mouth a little bit, and then she goes, and blows it off to the side, okay? So, like, if you're sitting on her right side and she's going to belch, she's going to belch, okay? But she's going to kind of, blow it out the side of her mouth so that you don't have to smell her burps
1: what if she's sitting between two people
0: well then she kind of blows it up towards her own damn nostrils takes one for the team if you know what i mean just blows it up out of the way so you don't have to smell she wafts her farts too with her hand she's classy so people don't have to be bothered or she's not intrusive with her bodily functions and things that are going on you know what i mean
1: and this is your friend candy yeah you think this is classy Oh hell yeah! You know what?
0: Speaking of bodily functions and classy, here's what's not classy. You know what? Damn Rusty does.
1: Oh God, I don't want to know. I do he, not. I don't want to know. I don't want no, to know. I'm mute
0: your ass. Here, here's what he does. Okay, he will let one rip, and I'm talking one that will rattle the floorboards in the house. And then you know what he'll say? No. Excuse me if you heard it. And it's funny because, of course, everybody everybody in town heard it. But it was like, excuse me if you heard it. He probably, you know, that boy, he probably smells his own farts.
1: I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Tish, do we have anything better to talk about today?
0: Okay, you okay, you wanna hear another story?
1: I, yeah, of course I, you do. No, oh no. yes, you I, do. I do buckle not. up.
0: Okay but the heifers <laughs> want to hear it, so you hush. You pipe down now, okay? All
1: right.
0: All right. So when me and Rusty's dating, obviously been a little bit of time has passed since then, but we was dating and we had gone to see his family in Arkansas. We was just visiting family there. Tish woke up in the middle of the night. My hair is sopping wet. And I'm like, what the hell? My hair's all wet. It's Something's dripping off the side of my face. I'm like, what is going on? Rusty pops his dumb ass up and starts screaming, somebody pissed the bed. <laughs> what? And I'm like, what the? what is going on? And he's like, Tish, you done pissed the bed again. And I'm like, w- wait a minute. And I start looking around and feeling my clothes. My clothes is dry. Okay, dry as a bone. Guess whose clothes ain't dry? rusty's oh god he just gone and peed the bed and was blaming it on me when the only thing that was on me that was wet was my hair
1: oh tish tell me no this is not true
0: why would i make that up and
1: you didn't break
0: up with him you married him after that oh i married his ass he is so cute i mean it didn't work out but yeah that anyway that's just a funny story i don't know why i even
1: told that i don't know why you would ever tell that
0: hey speaking of exes no i let me tell you something. Let me tell you what Randy's up to these days. You are not going to believe this. See,
1: your ex-husband?
0: My ex-ex-husband, okay? The first ex-husband. Oh. Okay? All right now randy works at the doc you know what that means doc
1: department of corrections
0: that's right you gosh you is a smart fella he works at the department of corrections but he started a little side hustle okay and it's real creative i mean this is why i put this i'm putting this in different strokes episode because it's, it's different it's creative it's innovative and he's making a ton of money on it okay so what he did is he got him a little camera okay and he's been filming the conjugal visits what at the where when he's at work he'll he, film he'll listen i'm not done yet i don't interrupt tish he'll film the conjugal visits and then he uploads them to that site it's i think it's called the red bones okay Mm. you know
1: red bones no i don't know red bones
0: Oh, it's where you go to watch grown-ups doing it you know what i mean doing what taking their clothes off and doing it tish nobody would look at that Everybody looks at it. Don't lie. Be all high and mighty over there. I know you look at the red bones. No,
1: I don't. No, I don't, Tish.
0: Yes, you do. And the key, listen, everybody looks at it. The key is just make sure your ass doesn't wind up in a video on the red bones. No problem. That's the danger. And I'll tell you, I did have a couple of close calls, but don't worry. I think it got deleted. Oh. Okay, so anyway, this is a great it's a great side hustle. It's called Boinking Behind Bars, okay? And it's up on the red bones right now. You just look up Boinking Behind Bars. I tell you what, Randy's making damn near more money on boinking behind bars than he makes at the DOC.
1: What you talking about, Willis? <laughs>